welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman, excited to discuss Jason Mesnick's season because I actually like this season. Um, it was kind of fun to revisit it. And today I'm doing so with Justine and Natasha from Two Black Girls, One Rose, a Bachelor podcast. Hello, ladies. How are you? Hey, Jay. How you doing? Um, thank you so much for joining me. So you guys are currently recapping Jason Mesnick's season on your podcast. <laughs> We yeah. are. We have to dig into the vault and mm-hmm. <laughs> schlep something up <laughs> to talk about. It's been helpful to have something on Netflix. Like, oh, it's yes. just a little Bachelor. You can just go to it whenever you want to. Yep, um, I'm really excited to dig into it. I feel like it's just perfect timing. I, I uh, When I saw this align, I was like, oh, great. Let's just be the two perfect. experts right now. Um, <laughs> but first, let's talk about some of these Bachelor rumors. Um, first of all, Tasha, excited? Not excited? How are you feeling? Oh my god, thrilled, thrilled, <laughs> thrilled, so thrilled. So many thoughts, but uh, yeah, general sentiment is we're excited as hell. We've been waiting co- for this. I think you covered this on your show last week when the news first came out. Um, so I don't want to step yeah. on it too much. And let's just say, you guys, your podcast is through Patreon. Two black yep. girls, one rose. Yeah, pay for it, subscribe. I do, yeah. so <laughs> everyone should um, yeah, join us. But I but but we'll, we'll talk about the rumors and and such. I don't want to step too much on on what you guys have already discussed on your show. Um, you know, right after uh, Matt James was announced, I you guys were a little mixed on on him as the Bachelor, and so uh, just give us a taste of sort of how you feel about Tasha as this as the first. Uh, sorry, as the second uh, Black Bachelorette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. I'm thrilled. <laughs> 2020 has been the a horrendous year, but uh, one great positive is that white people now finally seem to have woken up to racism. And so as a result, <laughs> we suddenly have a black bachelorette mm-hmm. and a black bachelor on top of that to come. So I feel great personally. Um, yeah. I know I've been a long time member of bachelor nation. I've been watching this show probably way longer than I should <laughs> have watched. And I've been tired of watching white women's journey for love on this show. And this like fairy tale world where only white women are allowed to have love stories. And so, I mean, for me, this is like a long time coming. And I feel like as bachelor viewers, we've had to suffer through a lot these last few years with watching you know, Lee, a full-fledged racist on a yeah. Lindsay season. Garrett, Becca chooses Garrett in the end, you know, who's recently doubled down on his racism. Um, We've had to watch, I was just thinking last season with Peter, Victoria F. in the After Mm -hmm. the Final Rose got this whole redemption moment on the couch. Yet we don't talk at all about her All Lives Matter, you know, nonsense that was going on at the time. And then we've had to watch Tasia essentially get passed over twice as the Bachelorette. And so I'm ecstatic because I feel like this is where we should have (laughs) been Mm -hmm. a long time ago and I'm so beyond tired of people of color being made to be props on this show um and you know it's taken ABC and the producers essentially a literal global anti-racism movement (laughs) to now find value in black contestants as the lead and so, you know, I'm, yeah, Tasia being cast, super excited. I think it's just the first step of many more that we want to hold the producers accountable to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think this is an important, important moment for media representation because we're seeing now how important representation is in shaping societal beliefs. And we can't continue to pretend that, you know, The Bachelor is just this teeny bopper show. It doesn't mean anything. It does have such a bigger reach than I like could have ever imagined back when I was watching uh Jason's season but Justine what about you what was your initial reaction so um I mean Natasha touched on a lot but I think that the one thing that I would like to highlight is the prop factor because to us it felt like Matt James was a prop Mm -hmm. it felt like he was a prop of a trend um that is not a trend Black Lives Matter is a forever movement but for The Bachelor feels like a trend to them Tasia feels like 
a story that we know, a woman that we all know. I don't know anybody white who didn't want her to be the bachelorette. <laughs> like everybody <laughs> loved her. Like everybody. This is like, this wasn't even like a discussion of like, oh, I don't know if I want her. No, everybody wanted her. Um, same way everybody. Great, she had a great, I'm sorry to interrupt you. She had a oh, great yeah. cult in mm-hmm. uh, after the final rose or yep. you know, whatever the finale was. Like she, yes. that was a great showing from her and from Hannah. But I also feel like that was just a messed up end of the season where like mm. it was so yeah. glaring at the time. And I've talked about this a lot. So I'm a bit of a broken record, but Hannah G that first night, like the night one of Colton's finale, like shot up. I think she got to a million followers really mm-hmm. quickly. And wow. Tasha, I think Tasha had like 600,000 when she went into it and it got up to like 750, 800. And then, you know, she's mm-hmm. been in the mix and doing a lot more appearances. So I think her, her following has grown, but like from mm-hmm. just from like the whole the whole Tasha experience from the beginning of Colton season, like just felt like she was getting short shrift in a really obvious way. So I'm yeah. I'm really excited that she, that she got that she's doing it now, and also like um, Tasha just seems really fun. Like I yes. think that yeah. she seemed great at Paradise last year, yes. And so I feel like this right. actually shortened season with um being in one location will, will very much play to her TV strengths at least. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think she, yeah, presented and we loved her on paradise. Yeah. We, I mean, I had to dig back into my memory. Totally forgot. She was divorced previously. Yeah. So she has like a story. She's coming in with depth. Like mm-hmm. she's legit. She's going to be a great bachelorette. I, I'm really excited about it. And uh, I'm just curious, uh, Natasha, what was your first season since you said you've been watching for so long? I remember watching the first season of The Bachelor. Damn. Nice. I must have been like nine or eight or something. I love it. I I don't remember all the details, but I do remember like gearing up as a kid watching it like this new show with this dude's giving out roses. (laughs) As a result of covering the show, I feel like it's inevitable that you like have like a weird osmosis where like a few, you know, the show is so fucked up and warped and weird, but there's just like a few things that impact the way that you like view relationships and dating just because you just are fucking <laughs> it, in it. And I'm like, embar- I'm embarrassed to say it, but it's definitely true, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like as a kid, what did you think about the show where you're like, what's happening here? <laughs> I'm so curious. Yeah. It's weird because like, even with Jason Mesnick season, like I'd, I'd watched the season previously and I remember loving Jason. Like he's just like, cool. he, he won me over with the single dad factor, that whole like story time, like storyline that they sold. Um, but now watching it back, I'm like way more critical because I'm a 30 year old woman who's now dated and like understands yeah. things. And so, yeah, it's just interesting. Like in the beginning as a kid, it's just like watching fairy tale romance, kind of like watching another rom-com. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Justine, when did you start watching? I started watching in Rachel's season. She's the best. Love Rachel yes. here. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. It was a good one, too. I mm-hmm. One thing, well, when we get into the, to the Jason stuff, the number one thing for me that I'm just like, I don't know about this, is having his son on television. I'm just like, wait, Oh, what? my God. Yes. Yeah. And how all the girls want to kidnap him. <laughs> we talk about that on our show. What oh, about gosh. when he, like, invites Melissa, when Melissa has a date at his house, and Ty is sleeping, and they go and, like, peek at him in his Look bed? Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> What? And on this poor child. <laughs> so it creepy. Was, it was like the season is the fight for Jason's love, yes, but also like the competition to become Ty's stepmom. Yeah. yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I, I also, I, on the other hand, though, when Stephanie is reunited for her daughter for her daughter's mm. birthday, I found that really moving. I was happy to see that in the clip show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love Stephanie. Oh, me too. Okay. We'll come back to her in one second, but let's talk about these rumors. So ABC comes out, they confirm it. That Cleo mm-hmm. see Claire's journey for love, and mm-hmm. which apparently, according to Ben, lasted twelve days, mm-hmm. and then we will see Tasha's journey for love, which is happening right now. Mm-hmm. And then, as soon as this is announced, there's all these photos of various Bachelor Nation people appearing at the La Quinta. So we've got mm-hmm. Ashley and Jared in the house. We've mm-hmm. got Becca Sans Garrett. Mm-hmm. We've got Sydney Latwako, another friend of the pod. Love, love. Sydney. Yeah, love. And we've got Hannah Ann, who I would not say is a friend of the pod. Never spoken to her. <laughs> and, um, I don't really have a problem with Hannah Ann. I just like Peter season. I'd like to like just kind of um, the whole thing race get, from memory. The whole one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just like no thanks. All, all good here. Although um, 
I don't know if you guys follow the NBA, but it's rumored that it's just some rumors that Madison is dating Michael Porter Jr., which like what? Yeah, that's like a oh, that's wow. a Reddit that's a Reddit rumor, which like All right, Madison. Okay, Madison. All right, go ahead, girl. Work, I know, work the basketball <laughs> connection. Um oh. I kind of love it. I don't know. I just feel like that yeah. actually like makes sense. Whatever. Anyway, so these all these people are seen um at the resort in Palm Springs. Yeah. And, and then there's this viral Instagram like slideshow that's like the last week of The Bachelor is the craziest thing I've ever heard of. And it basically says mm-hmm. that there's like a panel of bachelorettes. And so it's not just Tasha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which sounds wrong. That sounds I think it's super incorrect. wrong. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. ABC just made this announcement. And right. I, I think that like they, they wouldn't have come out and confirmed it if that weren't the no. case. They yeah. wouldn't dare do that <laughs> at this point in time with all that's going on. No, not I know. Gonna- like also like cynically, it's like they got a dub. They're, they're getting a W out of this, right? Like they're not going to yeah. be right. like, okay, actually we're also adding Hannah Ann and Becca to this, but I right. mean like no way, but no. It, it's just like, I, I feel like this is, we're in the wild west of bachelor rumors and spoilers. <laughs> where like, yeah. anything goes. And then this, yeah, people just like throw it up there and it's not like I'm like, you know, some journalist like getting Pulitzer Prizes <laughs> for covering The Bachelor, but I'm pretty sure that's not true. And I just want to say, yeah. like, don't trust every viral Instagram that you see about no. The Bachelor. Right. And we be a little us- like analytical about it. Like mm-hmm. I looked at Hannah Ann's suitcase and I was like, that looks like a suitcase for Hannah Ann for yeah. three days. Totally. <laughs> that right. does not look like a suitcase for Hannah Ann to be the bachelorette. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like she probably had her if you account for like four to six pairs of shoes because like who yes. knows what you're gonna need mm-hmm. all of her hair products including yep. like a straightener curling iron like right. all of that like mm-hmm. that's like that, there's not a lot of room for clothes which is fine because right. clothes are probably tiny so it's, that's yes. no problem yes. <laughs> yeah. but like i was just like there's no way and also no. like i adore sydney she's awesome but like yes. if they're doing a panel of, of bachelorettes like I Sydney was just on tour. Well, she was on the tour, like and and Becca just straight off of, um, yeah, straight out of her. Aaron a week ago, like, like yeah, like two months. days ago. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's I the other rumor. Know. That's the other rumor floating around is that Garrett yeah. and Becca are done. I mean, yep. yeah, who's surprised? I mean, not surprised at all. I don't think she had much of a choice at this point. See, yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> I'm not you, even gonna lie to you. you I was were? surprised. Yeah, I didn't think she was gonna break up with him. She would look insane. She wouldn't, though. She would, to the Bachelor Nation, most of Bachelor Nation, she would look like the rest of them. That's true. Yeah. Also, we don't know that oh. she broke up with him. Maybe he broke up with her. Or he could have. Yeah. yeah. True. He could have. He could have been like, you're on the wrong side of history, young lady. <laughs> I gotta go get me a, 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 a nice flag. Blue Lives Matter girl. Blue Lives Matter girl. <laughs> So just I don't I Garrett, I'm also like ready to return to Reno and be like farewell. I hope yeah. you enjoy, enjoy the being a man yeah. of the mountains out here. Bit yeah. do. Bye-bye. Yeah. yeah. I, I uh just a, just such wild, obviously not true that they would bring in Sydney and Hannah Ann and Becca Jusitasia. No, just, I mean I think everyone right now is starved for bachelor news even we were talking about this on our podcast just like all publications right now are starved for just pop culture content in general and so they're reporting on anything any little scrap that they can get so yeah it's true i've really enjoyed um the new albums from taylor swift and the chicks and the beyonce film on disney plus just because they were like events you know yeah like yeah like I don't like I I don't even really like the Taylor Swift album that much, but I was thinking about like how excited I was to have a just like event that people got really excited about. And then the Beyonce film came too. That was like another one. And I was like, this is great. We're all on the same page of like paying attention to the same stuff. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yes. Beyonce, that was a life milestone more than an event. (laughs) 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 You guys did an episode on that as well, didn't you? Um, not or an episode, just not a, on it. Twenty yeah. minute <laughs> rant. Yeah, saw it in my feed. So you guys are yeah. pro. Yes. Absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the Disney Plus is the best streaming service. Like just like just for dollar for dollar, what you get from it. Yes, kids. Yes. It's really it was good. one of the best like ideas. Like one of yeah. the best ideas for a streaming service. I feel like yeah. when the idea came out, everybody was like, you know what? That sounds like a good seven ninety nine. 
<laughs> it, it seriously is. It also so much to yeah. watch. And um, mm-hmm. oh, I really like content. Yeah, I like the Disney original uh, content. Like the Imagineering yes. show is fe- phenomenal. Oh, and all the movies, Smart House and Luck yeah. of the Irish. I was so yeah, it's great. I, I love it. <laughs> Just seems uh, like oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's dig. Let's dig into Jason Mesnick season. So, um, I. But right before we started recording, I revealed to you guys that I I love Jason Mesnick's season, and I was like really excited to be revisiting it. <laughs> we, yeah, so interesting. Nice. <laughs> that's so interesting. It, it is thought, Julia, because so, I have to watch it with the subtitles on. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so, is it boring to you, or is it just like yep. weird? Like, what are your problems with it? Uh, I feel like it, it's. I feel like we're not watching The Bachelor, which is interesting. Okay, I have a theory about that, which jumped out to me. This is what jumped out to me. Mm -hmm. HD is an absolute game changer. So when they go back to these seasons Mm -hmm. that are pre-HD, you're just like, what is this weird memory box that they've opened up and are putting on television? (laughs) It looks so visually different. It looks very different, yeah. looks very different. And then I think with Jason's show, it's interesting to watch because it's, at the center of the show is truly his journey for love. Yeah. Yeah. Just not really the center of the bachelor. Now it's a Mm -hmm. show about drama and sure. Love is a part of it, but it was just really interesting to watch. Like these women really do seem to care about Jason and really want to be Ty's stepmom in a way that we don't see that same, like thirst for love on Mm -hmm. the current seasons. It's more of a thirst for Instagram fame or, you know, yeah. Right. As it should be, because the I mean, you're way more likely to have an Instagram career than you are to fall in love. <laughs> yeah, especially on The Bachelor, you're right. most likely gonna break up with you. Yeah, even if you do get picked. <laughs> right. So, yeah. That is that is true. I mean, the women did seem to really care about Jason, and mm-hmm. I was like, as I was watching um, the best seasons ever episode, I was like, you know, Jason seems like of all the guys who've been Bachelor, like. Among the more normal, like, you know, you you would be a lot, you could do a lot, a lot worse. And then I was like, just checking in with some more of our more recent bachelors. And I was like, yeah, I picked Jason. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. But then he lost me with the very end of having the like vow renewal over Zoom with Chris Harrison. Oh, my God. That made me irrationally (laughs) mad. I was just like, no, you you don't need to do it. I I don't understand like what I what that even was. And also like uh, it was fun. It's funny seeing people dress up to be to do these zooms with Chris Harrison, right? Like I, I Oh yeah. yes. I like to see that Stephanie had a whole look. She was a pressed. Whole look. <laughs> pressed she ready. sure did. Mm-hmm. Oh, loved it. And, and Jason was wearing shorts, which I, I'm fine with. It's summer. Short shorts. I saw his whole thigh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God. It's like, Jason, you, you knew you knew this was coming. So why didn't you get more dressed up for your vow renewal? You know? I, I he just didn't to- really get on his season. He would barely dress up for dates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he would show up in jeans. The girls would have all their, you know, their full cocktail outfit. He would have jeans on a nice shirt. Like he he doesn't have a track record of putting in much fashion effort. I would say he dresses in 2009 like Michael Jordan does in 2020. Uh, yes, very Michael Jordan. <laughs> Lots of bootcut jeans. Yes. Lots of big pants. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Blue Apron. Home cooking matters now more than ever. With Blue Apron, you can have peace of mind by getting fresh quality ingredients delivered straight to your door so you can cook delicious, easy meals in the comfort of home. Blue Apron takes the guesswork out of dinner, and we mean more than just deciding what to eat. You can know your ingredients are being prepared and packaged with the highest attention to quality and safety. Create a plan that works for you with Blue Apron's ever-changing mix of menu options, like vegetarian, carb-conscious, Mediterranean, diabetes-friendly, and WW-approved. Prices start as low as $7.49 per serving, and you can schedule, skip, or cancel orders whenever you want. Don't sacrifice flavor. Don't settle for boring meals. Find comfort in the kitchen with Blue Apron and enjoy delicious home-cooked meals. Check out this menu and get $30 off across your first two deliveries when you visit blueapron.com slash bachelor. That's blueapron.com slash bachelor. Blue Apron, feed your soul. So like what, or what, do, what has, in addition to like, the pursuit of love, like what else has really stood out as having changed a lot since 2009? Ooh, I mean, 
the biggest is definitely the, the women. The cast yeah. of women was the biggest standout. I think yeah. another huge thing that we noticed was the fantasy suite episode. Mm. It was truly just an overnight date. Like there was no, you know, uh, kind of like a whole thing about like, do they have sex? Don't they have sex? There was no mention of sex at all. It was just like they're spending time together. And we didn't even see them go into the room. We didn't see the morning after. It was just totally different than how we see it now with, you know, Peter's season. It was all around yeah. the woodmill and all of that. Yeah. So that was a huge difference, I think. Even Hannah's season where she didn't have sex with Tyler. And it was like, I didn't have sex with Tyler. It was like, <laughs> this is a lot. Like, <laughs> there's four of them. Like, this is, we don't need That's to fine. know. Yeah, we don't right. need to know. That's fine, girl. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm glad I did know. I, though we didn't need to, I was like happy yeah. to know that they did it. Yeah. Right, yes. <laughs> yeah. And like good for you also, Hannah, that you're getting it four times in a week. That's great. But sure. like <laughs> three, three times in a week. Just three times. She, yeah. <laughs> as she said, Tyler was the most respectful man she's ever encountered. Where do you guys stand mm-hmm. on Tyler? I need to know. Sorry, a brief aside. I can't help I don't myself. Even... <laughs> <laughs> I know you love Tyler, Julia. Yes, we love Tyler. Yeah, we love, we love Tyler. <laughs> I love Tyler. He, he, I like how he uses his platform. He has not shied away from posting about things um, related to social justice, social awareness to different topics. Um, He uses his platform before it was cool. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So always appreciated him. And I mean, even before that, he's just fine. So, so hot. (laughs) Outrageous. Outrageously good looking. Yeah. There's many, many negatives of COVID, but um, obviously, but one of the, one of them, is that like, I just feel like in the summer of 2019 for like a good six months from like May 2019 through the end of the year, like every day there was someone just being like posting on Instagram, like, look, I met Tyler today. And like, he just would happily mm-hmm. pose with everyone. So he was just like oh, running yeah. around the city of New York. I, I, I miss the era of Tyler and Matt in New York, you know, I it know, was, yeah. it was a, a great time. Um, thanks for bearing <laughs> with me. I can't help myself. I I'm so happy when other people bring up Tyler. So I don't have so to. <laughs> I really I appreciate it. Thank you both so much. Um, You, you, uh, (laughs) Natasha, you mentioned the women have changed a lot, and I have a lot of thoughts about these women. What Mm -hmm. did you mean by that, though? Um, the thirst for Ty. (laughs) That was really the I I I couldn't help but just think of Jason Mesnick's ex-wife, I guess, or Ty's mother. Rewatching the show to see how excited and like almost weirdly obsessive these two these girls were all about like becoming his new stepmom and fitting into his life and it was mentioned from limo dates through every single date just like how excited they were not even just for jason but to like become a stepmother and i just found that interesting because even molly molly's 24 which is like fairly young mm-hmm. super kind of young when i was not only stepping, yeah I, when i was 24 i, I could that. not have been a parent of any kind like step parents, no. I could barely be a babysitter at twenty four. Right, <laughs> and, not, and not even to imagine like just stepping into that role, but like wanting, actively seeking that role. Yeah, um, it's just very, yeah, very interesting. Um, not to mention their fashion choices and hair and all that stuff. They're everything. Okay, let's. <laughs> I wanted. To, I want to talk about that. They <laughs> upon upon rewatching. I had such trauma flashbacks to like all the sorority yeah. events that I went to in college <laughs> where everyone was wearing like something like like all of their dresses were like the extension of like the going out top. Do you remember the going out yes, top phase? The going yep. out top. Yes. <laughs> we are calling it the Real Housewives of Orange County season one. Yes. Top. Yes. yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. I 2006 Real Housewives of Orange, Real Housewives of Orange County is an absolute la- landmark of television. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not Iconic. joking. It's an abs- yeah, it's, it's turning point. It in is society. that good. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. I, I had never been to California when that show started, and I was like, "Is this what it's like?" Yes. And same. I, I was like, "Coded a co-, and then I and then I heard of someone at in in college who was from Coded Acaso, and I was like, "Are you mm. fucking kidding? Like what? Like I." <laughs> I, I was just like, I need to meet this stranger in my, my school. But um, <laughs> I I just was like, the the way they did like the, what do you even call that hairstyle where you take like the, the front piece of your hair? Ooh, the that poof. poof. The poof, yeah. the middle poof. Yeah, yep. like what, what is that? Like, I, don't, I didn't have a name because it was so commonplace at the time. Like right. it was more common than the Rachel was in the 90s. 
And right. <laughs> and yet I, I just was like, I forgot about this hairstyle. And it also really reminded me of Lauren Conrad, like a lot. Oh, oh yeah. she was it. She was the fashion icon of that time of like 05 to like 2010, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like all we had. And yeah. then vlogs started and everybody was like, oh, I can buy my own clothes for my own style, <laughs> my own body shape. Oh, I didn't know. I thought I had to be Lauren Conrad. Yeah. It's really it's really true, but their clothes give me such like terrible flashbacks to the choices I made from mm-hmm. like the years 06 to 2010 of like thinking yep. mm-hmm. a certain shirt was a good idea mm-hmm. and like all of those like jersey fabrics that actually yes. look really bad, but <laughs> yes. everyone wore and it was it's it's crazy how pervasive it was. And and yes. um I think the women now, like they are obviously much smarter and they like get stylists and they like reach out to mm-hmm. stores for product yep. placement and whatnot. But these women yep. had had none of that. No, no idea. The the one thing, the one that kept getting to me was the summer scarf. Oh yeah. Oh, hot oh, ass, oh yeah. A hot ass scarf that we were all wearing in the dead of July because <laughs> Lauren Conrad wore it. And then you so, saw it every episode on Jason Mesnick's season. Like, yeah. God. Their their clothes were crazy. And also they're like kind of like um casual clothes like how melissa would wear uh like dallas cowboys apparel that she had like clearly gotten from her job which like i i think is cool kind of like i'd be like i would like to have dallas cowboy shorts like but it just like it was so um it's so pre-athleisure it's like they had no idea what was coming none (laughs) and it's so um pre-instagram like no girl would ever wear a label that they're not getting paid for now that's a great point true you know yeah it's really true. Um, and no leggings, like not a single pair no of leggings. leggings. No, that's a better yeah. time. Like I, 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 leggings are really comfortable, but I don't think they belong yeah. on TV to the extent to which we see them. No, they're <laughs> fully long underwear. Like yeah. definitely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. 100%. I, I find that the hair even more than the clothes though, just to be absolutely scarring of like, of, what people thought was a good idea, the damage they were doing to their hair, the mm. amount of straighteners they must have used. And yes, a lot for of some... thin straight hair, not yeah. a lot of wand curls, just like you could tell they're just frying yeah. their hair so straight. Yeah. yeah. Although I guess people will look back on this recent era, like almost from like probably like Nick Vial forward because Ben Higgins mm-hmm. season had a lot of top knots and a lot of uh, half top knots mm. as well. But then oh. moving Lauren Bushnell did it all the time. Lauren Lane. Um, mm-hmm. But I think since then, the kind of like fake natural waves that that the women do to like, it's like pageant hair almost like that. Mm -hmm. That is that's the style now. And it's the main thing. Yeah. It's kind of funny how uh, I mean, I guess it's so obvious, like when you're in the trend, you don't see it. But like how there's just distinct phases of what's Mm -hmm. like the kind of normative, skinny white woman style, essentially. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stands right out. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, excited to see what 2020, what we're doing now. Like, you can't see it when you're in it, but for yeah, years right. now, look back, like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. yeah. I know. And, like, and and how will COVID affect it, you know? That, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't put on makeup in months. I don't know about you guys, but I'm just like, no, sorry. I mean, it's, like, all dried out. I think, I do think that will be part of it, like, less makeup, unless you're an Instagram influencer. I'm yeah. always in a full face, so I can't oh. really <laughs> I'm not just seeing late. <laughs> <laughs> I have on mascara. That's my bare minimum. But yeah. Um I mean I, I just I've always been very lazy, but it, it it's interesting to see how how it will continue to evolve. But mm-hmm. yeah, th- that that like really stood out to me. But then the other thing related to the women is like I think there were like five great bachelorette choices in this season. I think Jillian is dope and I'm happy they picked her. Have you guys ever watched Love It or List It too? No, no, I have not. She's um, the host of that. She's the host. I know I, she's in, like home design or home decor type. That's stuff, correct. But, oh. She's okay. it's based in Vancouver, though they never say. And it's like <laughs> one of these like generic like shot in Canada, but they but like try to make it seem like the Pacific Northwest. I mean, it's yeah. it's Vancouver. Um, uh-huh. She's really charming on it. She wears like really cute outfits, and she does like a great job yeah. designing these homes. And she's like a, she's like a good host, like Jilly. I like. Yeah. I watched her season of The Bachelorette, but like I know her more as this HGTV host than anything else. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Very okay. upset by her eyebrows, like uh, on on the everyone's eyebrows there? were terrible, and even on her little Zoom call, I was yeah. like, "Damn, they never came back, girl." 
<laughs> strong really yeah. weird the skinny eyebrow phase also happy to leave that behind in the pre in yep. many yep. decades oh, ago yes. but um <laughs> i think between jillian stephanie yes uh, yeah molly and melissa would have been great bachelorettes um even like, oh, even yeah. like shannon like i i some of these like oh wow. my god <laughs> she, <laughs> she could have been a hannah brown before hannah brown yes. I, yeah <laughs> i think that like, jason got like actually a good group of women to choose from yeah i mean i think uh jillian and stephanie were my two leads for bachelor mm-hmm. for sure i would have loved to watch stephanie um find love on the bachelor or just in life i wish instagram existed back then i'd track her stories every day um but jillian i think was like the obvious choice because she was kind of like outspoken she had like a spunky little personality um more so yeah more so for me than like molly and melissa i think she had more of the potential to like carry a season and be interesting and fun Mm -hmm. the thing about jason is they're all like he's such a good guy Mm -hmm. however jason waited to blindside his fiance with a breakup on television. It wasn't on even TV. in front of wasn't even in front of an audience, which I actually nope. think make, makes it worse. Like just being yeah. like mm-hmm. the crew and three people on stage and like that's it. And it's just like not even like a big to do. No. Like, can you imagine knowing you were gonna do that and not giving your fiance the heads up? Like, but calling the producers of the show that you were on yeah. to get her mic'd up and hooked up. And then propose to the other girl who's backstage across the hall. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I cannot. Yeah. I yeah, can't imagine did. doing that. And no. it, it's wild that Jason's actually not more hated. Like they do say he became the most hated man in America, but I, yeah, I don't think that's true. I think Brad was way more hated when he didn't pick anyone. Yeah, for sure. I and think, I think people like were happy with Jason. Yeah, because people loved Molly, and so they're like, mm. "Oh, I can see what you could. You can kind of see like the real Either way." the two of them so like yeah hated jason for how he did it and and you felt bad for melissa nobody deserves that but also i mean he can only be hated but so long when you see that he's actually like genuinely in love with molly and there's also we talk about it in this show after melissa like launched into this whole media career of she went and won dancing with the stars and then she started working on good morning america and then she got a whole new man which we find out Yesterday was her old man. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that had the son's name. His name is Ty. Ty. Like, <laughs> so bizarre. It was great. So Melissa became like this iconic woman of like comeback woman to me. Because mm-hmm. I didn't watch The Bachelor at that time. But uh, you knew her though. I knew her. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Justine, how have you been enjoying going back to it? Like if you never saw it, like this is your yeah. first time around with, J- with Jason. Like how... Uh-huh. How is that experience, like, I guess, versus, you know, going back to when you've seen? Yeah, I'm really used to a certain, like, caliber of reality TV. Um, what is that, that caliber? It, it was, like, like in 2007, 2009, I guess. I was watching, like, I Love New York. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was watching, like, the good stuff. Like, the good, crazy seasons. I was really addicted to Housewives. Very much on the soap opera spectrum of reality TV. Not so much this, like, I'm searching for real love. Who will I find? Right. Um, so I know in 09, I never would have watched this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would have been done. Too boring. Too boring. Yeah, for it's you. just too boring. Yeah. 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 Um, I, at the beginning of quarantine, like back in uh, March and April, I went back and watched early Real Housewives of New York. Have you guys done that? Ooh. Oh my god, I'm not. I would no. love to. Do that. It's, it's so excellent. good, though. It's really. it's really good. I I've been a Housewives watcher since day one. Like I yeah. I watched. Um, I I was very into like all the kind of like California shows of of the mid aughts. You know, like mm. scripted and non scripted. Yes. Yes. And yeah, I yeah. loved I loved all <laughs> yep. of them. And so I got yes. into this franchise. And then um, I love The Real Housewives of New York. I loved Bethany and Jill's friendship right away. If yeah. you go back and you watch it, though, it's like, it's again, like a t- crazy time capsule. Like, Kelly Ben Simone bonkers. Oh, like, my God. Running in the street. Yes. <laughs> An <laughs> icon. <laughs> I had forgotten about that and I watched it. It's on Hulu. I really recommend it. I, oh, that's right. Yeah. What, one of my favorite things of quarantine has been watching, like, old reality shows from, you know, the kind mm-hmm. of like 10 years into the genre. So like right around 07, 08, 09. Um, mm. It's really fun because yeah, like, fun you can, 
Yeah, it, I find it like very comforting. You know, it's gonna happen. It's also like yeah. it no longer yeah. feels like reality TV because it's so dated. Because just like mm-hmm. life moves quickly, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I, I definitely, I definitely recommend it. Um, so yeah. basically, Justine, what you're saying is that uh, this show is basically uh, too boring and too chaste and not enough good characters. <laughs> they're yeah, they're just like there was no character development. They there was no drama. I'm like, what? Like, what is, like, enticing about this show that you had to watch every week? And then, of course, being a Black woman, I don't relate to not one of these kids, not a single person on this show. And so I was like, huh, I don't think I would have, I think I would have done this. Um, But I love Melissa. Yeah, I like Melissa, too. I was going to say, she kind of set the blueprint, right? Like, you go on another show. Yep. And then you become a media star. She and started then, it. She yeah. started the like, yeah. if you lose, you can still win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 100%. Exactly. And yeah. I, you know, I have to say like also smart by ABC at the time. Like they, that's how they grew this franchise was by yep. capitalizing yes. on this cultural moment. Like mm-hmm. I do think that people who didn't really watch the show knew about Jason changing his mind right. and doing it. On yes. TV. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I think this is the season that started that shift from it being a yeah. focus on love to now it's like, okay, this is a show, there's drama, there's real money and like real uh, like cultural influence that we can have here. 100%. And I, again, I think it's like a really interesting comparison with Brad's first season because mm-hmm. that did become like a sensation. Like I remember I wasn't like so into the show when that happened because I think I was yeah. in college. I, I was like, we would watch, but like not that much. And people kind of like knew about it, but moved on. But I think that as I was rewatching the Molly's like um, re- reaction to Jason and be like, let's get a coffee or a drink and see where this goes. Mm-hmm. It's like so much like a rom-com. Like she delivered mm-hmm. the rom-com ending, you know, where yeah. she, yep. it was very much like, yeah, we'll give it a shot. And then we rode off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. And she, when she was like, you know, I think we still have a lot of things to talk about, but it kind of had that pause and then mm-hmm. was like, of course, the feelings never went away. I was like, this is like ABC and The Bachelor got dumb lucky with this in a, in a yeah. weird way because yeah. mm-hmm. they stumbled onto like the kind of thing that me, a sucker for rom-coms, is like, yes, this is exactly how it should be ending. Like, how great. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care that he broke his engagement or whatever. <laughs> and that was, yeah. a, that was a real shift for, for the show, I guess. And then, yeah. Yeah. and then they figured out how to capitalize on it. Exactly. And I think... Um, I don't know, because people now go on with other intentions. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I think contributing to the, to like creating a storyline or contributing to a storyline, um, it's more like you can be part of that manufacturing. <laughs> you can create mm-hmm. that versus with Molly and Melissa that just kind of like happened and they lucked out. So I know it's, it's pretty, it's pretty nuts. I think they tried to, do that with Peter season and it backfired you know they tried to yeah yeah and he was so indecisive and he was clearly already probably dealing with Kelly as well right yeah um so so it just didn't work out yeah the Kelly and Peter stuff they like obviously love the attention they got on Instagram um It's kind of nuts, but I'm like, okay, I'm happy you guys found each other, I guess. I, I like it when people who I'm just like, ooh, come out, find each other, and then are out of the dating pool. Like, I felt this way very much <laughs> with Ari and Lauren Burnham. Which is like, I yeah. don't don't really care for either of you as TV characters, and also, right. like, fear for those who would potentially date you, so date true. each other. yeah. And, and yeah. move forward. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, you know, it's a win for everyone. They're happy that with each true. other. We got yeah. a nice life, and they're yep. and they're out of the mix. It's good. Out, yeah. yes. We're yep. just now forced to watch their entire love journey unfold now on Instagram. So yeah. <laughs> how, so how much do you guys like participate in Bachelor Nation? Like to like do you follow a ton of accounts on Instagram? Are you on Reddit? Are you on Reality Steve? Like outside of um, the work that you do for your pod, like how much do you actually enjoy it? And like, what is your level of participation? I think, well, for me personally. Instagram, follow a lot of the contestants and just kind of see their lives. Um, follow some other like funny accounts or meme accounts, things like that. I steer away. I think Justine and I both steer away from reality. Yeah. We're trying to read too many spoilers just for the sake of our recaps. Um, and then Reddit is a world that I just haven't figured out yet. Wow. <laughs> so, I don't even know how it works. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
like it's just too much it's very overwhelming in there yeah. i go through i go through waves of, ch- of checking it right now since I'm, it's like covid and i'm just yeah. like okay why not but uh yeah, yeah it's it is like a kind of crazy world and um mm-hmm. it, i think i think reddit was peak bachelor reddit during hannah's season because there were so many yes. rumors and so many people yes. obsessed with tyler like me yeah. and also hannah was like a very entertaining mm-hmm. bachelorette what like her or not she was like just provided a lot of drama um yeah it was it was very peak then um what about you justine um there will be times where i'll just go and check on like random people like i'll go and check on um Sydney from Colton season. Love just Sydney. Like, real quick, you know, just like check up, see what Sydney's doing. Oh, she's making money on Instagram. Sounds good. <laughs> um, or even like Jacqueline from Ari season. Check up on her real quick. Just like check up on <laughs> some of the random characters that we fell in love with for, you know, three months and then <laughs> had to be introduced to a whole new crop of 30 new people. Mm-hmm. Um, but since there are so many people that I become a little bit obsessive with same with yeah. how I'm like obsessed with Melissa and like how you're obsessed with Tyler. That's how I go with my reality TV <laughs> show people too. And drag queens, especially with like RuPaul's drag race. I get real obsessed with yeah. certain. <laughs> um, and so, so I just check up on random people. I like a good check-in too. Like I, I'll go yeah. deep for like 15 minutes. Like what have you been yeah. doing for the last three months? Let me What's catch up doing? with you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm very similar. It's a very high bar for me to follow a bachelor person, but then I do check in on them pretty often. And then mm-hmm. I had TikTok on my phone for about a month and I was like, oh, there's Whoa, a lot happening a here. I was like, I'm done. I'm done here, but I'm, <laughs> I'm too old. <laughs> I, I didn't like it because you couldn't do it passively. It was so noisy. You know, it is so noisy oh, that like okay. if, I was on, if I was on a call for work, I couldn't also be looking at TikTok. So, <laughs> so that ruled it out for me. That was it. <laughs> oh my god! And I, I'm a multitasker, particularly when it comes to Instagram. So yeah, I, yeah. I needed to be quiet. Yeah. Um, once you guys wrap Jason season, do you have another show that you're going to watch until The Bachelorette, which I think will be airing mid to late September? Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, great for us because we don't. <laughs> Thinking, yeah, probably just gonna do some interviews and kind of like talk about. There's so much news and recap, like rumors and stuff going around. So probably just do some um, deep dives into those and hopefully mm-hmm. take that through to this upcoming season. Yep. I know it's like Claire slash Tasha. I'm pretty excited. I like a good format mix up. That's what I'm actually like. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I'm like really excited about is to see how they what the creative is and like how oh, they yeah. actually handle it. And I I thought Listen to Your Heart really benefited from the kind of like paradise um vibes that it had. Uh, no, okay. I think it got way worse. Did you guys watch? Did not no. watch Listen to Your Heart. Drew the line it, there. <laughs> couldn't do the it. Jed well. show? Like I can't. <laughs> that's what it, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, though there is a, a happy couple from it. Um I yep. I liked the initial first few weeks when they were at like a resort type place in California. Like mm-hmm. that format is more fun, I think, than the mm-hmm. current like the kind of default format. So this yeah. also could just be like a change a change in the show. Like if this works mm-hmm. out and people like it, like it could change how they do the yeah. show going forward. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited about it. The show could use some freshening up. Justine and I were just talking like for this season. Are we still going to have limo entrances? Or are they going to have like I don't else? know. Yeah, okay. I know. Like they definitely did them for Claire. And then do they run it back with Tasha? Like, right. at what point does Tasha start? Do we get like her whole intro package? Yes. I really mm-hmm. hope so. I'm I I'm excited. So well. Yep. Also, Tasha's family seemed great when she was on Colton season. Amazing. So I, I like look family. forward to seeing them. That will yeah. be great. Same. Yes. She has a dad who does not play around. Yeah. Nope. I love a stern dad who comes with questions <laughs> and He's more inclined to not be on board. That is the father. Totally. That's the best kind. That's the best kind of dad <laughs> on the hometown. <laughs> Bring your skeptical dad. That's what we're yes. here for. Yes. <laughs> um, Justine and Natasha, thank you so much for joining me. It was Thanks really lovely to chat us. with you. Yeah, of course. Please check out their podcast, Two Black Girls, One Rose. Subscribe on Patreon. We are actually now going to hear from Van and Rachel from Higher Learning, another show on the Ringer Podcast Network, their reaction to the Tasha news and having a second Black Bachelorette. Let's get to it. Rachel, you're now not an anomaly. You're now officially 
a trailblazer. You have blazed a trail. What you guys have to understand is Rach broke down a door and now another melanated mama has walked through it. <laughs> Taisha Adams. Taisha Adams is the second black bachelorette. Rach, you did it. Give it, up it. Give it up to Taisha Adams. I would just like to thank all those who helped me get to this spot. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time coming, but we finally made it, guys. Two people, two people mm-hmm. in the 40 seasons that it's been. 40. Mm-hmm. I would also like to say that her name is Taisha, but I'm going to let Van Taisha. call her what he Taisha. what he feels. Uh, Taisha's blacker to me, and so Taisha. she's going to be Taisha. And she's, <laughs> I, looked her, I looked her up. I went on her gram, by the way. I went on her gram. And what uh, are your thoughts? Yeah, she's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's not... She's, uh, yeah, she's, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, like, she's, uh, you know, uh, yeah, you know, being respectful. She's a, I don't know much about her. She's a nice-looking lady. That's all I would say. Uh, okay, a couple of questions here, because this just kind of just happened. Okay. Um, because I'm a gigantic Bachelor fan now. I love I it. You know and the, the, the Bachelor fans love you, man. Well, I'm one of them. <laughs> They're gonna love this. Go yeah, I mean, I'm I'm part of Batch Nation. Was that what it's called? That the, is the, what it's called. I'm a Batchy. I'm a Batchy. Okay, like, nobody says that, but you can start. That's this. brand new, guys. We're rebranding. We're Batchies. We're some. <laughs> oh no 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 no. We're not Batchies. You know what we are? We're what? Batches. We a bunch of batches. So wait, can I just tell you for my bachelor podcast, we tried that name and they were like, that's very offensive. It's like bitches. That's the fucking point. Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but there is a betches. There's a betches site. There's a betches site. But, okay. but but in higher learning circle, we're batches. That's what we're we'll batches. call. We'll, we're we'll batches. Call our we're batches. We're batches. So I just got this news that she became the the second black bachelorette and um, I was wondering, when you heard that, what was the first thing that went through your head? So I'm not going to confirm this is true. Okay, I'm going know. to speak in the context of the Entertainment Tonight article that came out that is saying their sources are saying it's Taisha. So I'm going to speak, I'll just give you that disclaimer. I'm going to speak mm-hmm. in those con- in that context. Um, I'm thrilled. One, I, like it. I feel like the weight isn't on my shoulders anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm happy to pass the torch. I'm happy. I've met Taisha. She's quite lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for her. She's had a couple of go arounds at this before. And now she's in control. What does that mean? Well, she wow. was on The Bachelor and mm-hmm. then she was in Bachelor in Paradise. Now she's in charge. She's in the driver's seat. She's the lead. I love this power move for her. I'm excited. I don't mm-hmm. care that it's a COVID season. I don't care they're not traveling. I don't care that she could possibly have uh, the Claire. Claire was the bachelorette before her, mm-hmm. the girl who apparently dipped out. Uh, I'm not, I don't care if she has her men. I am happy to see diversity, and I am happy that it's Tasha because she's she's really. Oh wait, wait, what, what, what is that face for? What, what's the face for? Okay, well we're gonna we're gonna. We're going to discuss what? this because is there a possibility that the last sentence that you just said was a tiny bit shady? No, because that's what people are going to say. I've already I, seen the negative the negative talk. Right. It's kind of like it's but you just, you know, it's kind of like you said, I don't care that it's a COVID season. There wasn't a little bit of shade. There's not a tiny bit of shade. No, no, you're making shady. it shady. What I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm what like, I'm, what I'm trying to do, no, what mm-hmm. I'm trying to do is I have seen people talk and okay. they're saying, oh, it's not fair. It's a COVID season. Oh, she's going to get the men from the past bachelorette. That doesn't matter. The fact is they could have chosen other women. There are plenty of other white women to choose from and they chose Tasha. That's my mm-hmm. point. Forget Tasha. all of that. This is who is representing the bachelorette. I am Allegedly. excited for mm-hmm. her. I am happy to see the diversity because that means for the first time ever, we're getting back-to-back Black. Taisha <laughs> and then Matt James. 
Bachelor Nation is not going to know what to do with this. This is beautiful. I am ha- I'm so happy for this moment. I hope I get to be a part of Tasha's season. Yo. If if it's true. Batch is beautiful. Man. Batch is beautiful. Make the t-shirts. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Batch is beautiful. With the Bachelor thing, does the Bachelor have a logo? No, is but there... roses are. But you could turn okay, that so rose you... into that fist. No, you take the rose into the fist or you put the rose growing up out of Africa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're like, you got it. the red, black, and green of Africa, but then out of the red, there's a rose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Batch is beautiful. So, like, is there any part of you that, and just, I, I'm asking because look, I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you guys about something that happens. And then this is, I'm going to share with you for a second. Okay. I, I might have talked about this before. So you're on TMZ. For me, I was on TMZ for a long time. I was the only black male that was on the show for a long time. And sometimes when you're the only brother there, that in and of itself becomes your power. Yeah. That becomes what you're known for, right? Nobody else has the, the uh, perspective that you have. Nobody else has the experiences that you have. So... That in and of itself becomes your thing. Mm -hmm. And being in a room full of all the rest of the white people, you feel like that's kind of what you are. You don't even, and there's a lot of things that I know about, a lot of things I'm knowledgeable about, and that was kind of able to make me at TMZ more than anything else. Mm -hmm. But there is sometimes, and this happens, and we're trying to get it to the point to where this happens less, but it's a thing to where somebody else black will walk in a room and you have to stop yourself from going, yo, do I need to compete with that person? Is this person going to take away? By the end of it at TMZ, really, never really took hold, but I was so proud and happy that there was more diversity on the show that than uh, when I left and when I came. Yeah. But naturally, there was like a little bit of, oh, shit, what if they get somebody better looking, suaver? Could, could someone possibly be blacker than me? You know, the whole deal. With you... Do you feel in any way that a little bit of your uniqueness has been taken away? Or is there, was there any part of you that felt in any of those ways when this happened? So there's a term for this, what you are uh-huh. describing. What? It is called the crab mentality. Okay. Wow. That's Which we, we okay. but that's, that's but but there is a term for that. And I but I'm Crabs so, so glad that you brought this up mm-hmm. because. I in no way feel this in regards to The Bachelorette. First of all, I've always wanted to be known as more than a bachelorette. I had a whole law career before I came in, and it's been challenging to combat that people are seeing me and they're like, oh, that's the Black Bachelorette, but I'm so much more than that. I am so happy that I can pass the torch and there's somebody else stepping in. I feel like I've done all I can do in this franchise. I've been vocal. I fought for inclusion. I fought for diversity. And this is exactly what I wanted. I wanted to make a way so Mm -hmm. other people of color feel included. And Taysha is half black and half Hispanic. So we got, we we checking off two boxes here. This is great. It's only one box, but that's okay. Okay. Well, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But she does Mm -hmm. have that. I'm not going to deny that part of her her culture as well. But I get what you're saying. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyways, no, I couldn't be more happy about Mm -hmm. this. I don't feel any kind of way. I've done all I can in this Bachelor franchise. And the only thing left for me to do at this point is pass the torch. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, that that mentality happens sometimes when you get to a place and you're not secure in who you are there. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you start playing that role that you want them to play. But when you start to realize how much better it is overall and how much effect you can have on brands and shows and the culture in numbers and what it means that, you know, there are kids that are working there now uh, that might have not been able to, to, right. to, to get their shine on there had I not come through there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And by the way, me personally, personally at TMZ, if it wasn't for the amazing Nina Parker at Miss Gossip Girl, who actually was the first person to like make me feel like I was mm-hmm. included there, it would have been the same thing. So, you know, uh, she told me to tell you what's up, by the way, too. Who, Nina? Yeah, I did an interview with her not too long ago. She was like, oh, man, that's my people. That's my girl. Nina is the Nina is the way Like I'm I come to TMZ. Right. And it's a room full of people that have been working together for a long time. And, you know, really more than just the competition, everybody's fighting for screen time. 
And here comes this, this, this loud black dude. And I'm from the very first show, I'm like, yeah, 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 doing my whole thing, right? <laughs> just checking all the stereotypes. Check yo, just boom, 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 bang, 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 bang. <laughs> hey, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. The entire thing. And it was hard. I ended up making great friends and becoming friends with almost all of my coworkers. That's some of great. still some of my best friends. But early on, it's hard to get into the club. And I remember I, I'm in there one time and I, I'm with the rest of the tour guides because we had our own little thing because we were the only people that would talk to one another. And Nina comes in and Nina goes, uh, hey, just to let you guys know, uh, if you guys want, we're going to the den tonight to like hang out. And like, and I remember looking and going, yo, you talking to me? And she was like, yeah, yeah, if you guys want to come with us later on tonight after work, we're going to the den over in Hollywood and hang out. We go over there in, to the den and we hang out. And me and Nina start talking. I'm like, yo, she's a big deal. She's on the television show and everybody. And that kind of broke the whole thing down. And like, even something like that from another person of color, from someone, and then she started giving me the, you know, the inside tea, person of color, black person, giving me the inside tea of what's going on at TMZ and how I need to, uh, you know, comport myself there and all of that stuff like that. It's just, it means something. And it yeah. means something to have had somebody there before you. So you were probably that for Taisha. And listen, <laughs> I love that you keep calling her that. And this is the mm -hmm. thing. If you do it right, you do it well, you don't right. have to worry about all that. All right? Like, I, I, I did exactly what I needed to do. I made a name for myself and I'm good. You know, right. I'll always be remembered in a certain regard. It's time for somebody else to step up. And I am right. so, I am beyond, if this is true, I am beyond happy for Tasha. Um, yeah, so I, I guess, interesting. So she's half black, half what now? Hispanic. Hispanic. and But her name is Tasha. Tasha, yes, yes. Interesting. I always so, wonder about that. We've seen her family on the show before. Um, mm -hmm. because she made it far enough on The Bachelor to where she got right. a hometown. So we've gotten a little insight into her family. Her father's black, her mom's Hispanic. I always wonder if I would have got with like a, a, a Hispanic lady if my son would have been, you know, like Jamil or Jorge. Like, how's that decision made? You know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, you got, because her name is Tasha. That's a, that's a very black name. But then, is there a mom that's Hispanic? Wait, yeah, it's her mom. So then it did her mom not want her to have maybe more of a Hispanic? I always wonder about that. Because I have well, brothers, and then the kids are just like, they're having a swelling, and but then it's like Johnny. And I always be, I look at the kid, I'd be like, yo, you could have like a, you could have been like a Ronaldo or something. You could have like a dope. You could have so like you're a making different... me think about my child's name. Well, yeah, see, something like but that. But the way, last name, the last name is Spanish. It's Abasolo. So... Yeah, but that's even that's even more reason to give him like first of all, I think I personally want to go for I like those African names. Like I have a little nephew and his name is Sinke. And it's Sinke that's pretty. from both Amistad, but then also it's Sinke because he's the fifth. I'm like, yo, that's dope. That's amazing. But you know, I'm not talking about like Johnny or Mike or Brian. If your last name is like, a, <gasps> what is it? Brian's my, my husband's name. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying, what's what's his what's his last name? Abasolo. Abasolo. You got to go with like Ephraim or something like that. Like, think about that name, Ephraim Abasolo. That's a fucking pimp. It is I pretty like powerful. That, that Ephraim. You know, like I, that's you know. There needs he, he to walks. be no no picture comes with that bio. You know exactly no, what you're. You getting. know exactly. Like he goes into <laughs> like a, uh, you know, he's a he's at he's at he's in Cancun, at Senior Frogs. It's uh, <laughs> the widest establishment in Cancun. Whatever, <laughs> but it don't matter though because he's on spring break. If such a thing still exists when he gets to college, and it's yo. What's your name? I'm Ephraim. That's dope. Whatever. So um, I'm, I've completely gone off topic. But I, but you, <laughs> you're 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 happy. You're you're I'm happy. So with the I am so happy for her. Um. Well, look, I'm happy too. It it progress is great. I don't understand how it got started with somebody else's season, and now it's kind of her stuff. I don't know how that works. But apparently, the girl has fallen in love with another guy. May I add? And let me add, because I know you don't know this. The rumors mm. are that she's fallen in love with somebody else. And um, she's like, I don't want to, I just want to be with him. He's black. Oh, oh my God. We're taking over. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're taking over. Well, like, like he's black. She's falling in love with somebody like, like off the show. 
No, no. Apparently, she's on the show. This is this is all the rumors. Apparently, mm-hmm. she's falling in love with a guy. The guy that they named, he is black. Um, he was one of the men that came to be on her season. And they just hit it off that quick? That's what she says. Oh, I know what That's happened That's what the there. rumors are. <laughs> fantasy I know what suite. happened there. I love it because you just found out about a fantasy suite. Yeah, they went to the fantasy suite early. And that Alabama black snake. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. We shouldn't have really, we shouldn't have taken that shot before the podcast. Um, Are you uh, now, hot? I'm hot. You're, you're hot? hot? You're hot because you drank too you drank too much. Yeah, you're drunk. You're drunk rage. I'm not drunk, drunk off rage one pop. shot. You drunk off the Hennessy like 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 pop. <laughs> 